welcome to another episode of Carry On Up The Village. I'm Christopher, and this is The Village. Sorry, this is The Mrs. Is that ever going to get old? No, never. You've got to introduce yourself now. I think they know who I am. But what is your name? I am number six. (laughs) I am Fiona. (laughs) Thank you for downloading our podcast. I hope you enjoy it. So we've just watched uh, episode three of the 2009 revival of The Prisoner, Anvil. Uh, what are your? What, what did? How did you enjoy it? Let's start with that. It's it's got very dark. It did at the end of a, no, quite early on, didn't it? There's quite a few things in here that are very dark. And what reflecting on that compared to the original series, mm-hmm. I thought it feels like the concepts and, and the things that happen are so much worse. Mm-hmm. But is it just we see more blood? Could be. Um, I don't know. I just think the the original was more thriller and this has turned horror. Do you think? There's not really two really horrific scenes. And they they weren't really... The first one wasn't really dwelt upon. The second one was perhaps a bit more. Yeah. I think the the, the interesting thing about this is the overarching theme here, I felt, was (laughs) paranoia. No, really. Oh, that... Well, sorry, let's explain what... Uh, what happened. Yeah. Well, number six was sort of co-opted, sort of offered to be what they called an undercover to try and unve- unreveal dreamers. Yes. And he was put in a cell... Uh, uh, team. Observation team with number 909. And they were sent off, supposedly, to in- investigate suspect 1955, who was a teacher at the school. Um... And while they were investigating him, uh, he slit his own throat. Because he realised he was being investigated. Being investigated. And he was des- desperate. It also emerged that 909 was also investigating 6. And 909 was also having some sort of relationship with 1112, 2's son. And when 2 found this out, he sent 1112 to kill 909. Well, that's not explicitly said. Do you not think? The other theory is that he knew that two had found out and for fear of both of them were complicit in the death. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it was probably, I thought it was more of a free, fear of what two mm-hmm. would do and both of them, and he wasn't happy about killing him, but both of them thought it would be the best way out. Mm-hmm. And this leads to the treatment in the tunnels. Under the clinic. Now, yes. is that what they're scared of, or is there other things that two does that they're scared of? But there's definitely a fear mm-hmm. of two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I wondered with the um, history teacher, mm-hmm. just the fact that he's being watched and he knew he was a suspect for being a dreamer, even though I don't think he was a dreamer, mm-hmm. I certainly didn't admit it, um, made him so desperate to slit his own throat. Mm-hmm. Which makes me think, has he been for treatment before? Well, I, I, one of the things that 909 said, I wrote down a lot of these things, once you are a suspect, you are guilty. Yeah. It's like being a 70s entertainer. Uh, so, are we saying that they knew that it was it was almost like the, the judge trial and executioner? Mm-hmm. The very fact of you being... So, although, on the, on the other hand... I think, as Six pointed out quite early on, everyone is a sus- could yeah. be a suspect and everyone could be an undercover. Yeah. But do you think, 
but they're still even if they knew that they were going to be found guilty just by the fact they were being um surveil under surveillance mm-hmm. would that guilt leads to him wanting to take his own life so it implies a worse I think worse than death fairly, worse than death yes in the tunnels yes how did but he must know that to be so scared of it that's why probably because he's under he's been undercover for someone else against someone else yeah but even six didn't know what was in the tunnels no so i I, my theory is for him to be so desperate means that he must have known what was in the tunnels Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to to know what the fate worse than death was Mm -hmm. that was my theory how did because six ended up in the tunnels because three one three ended up in the tunnels and six went that was a dream or was that a dream that's and what he I went thought. Into the tunnels. And then he woke up in the in the bed. In his bed, yeah. But there was guys leaving his uh, his apartment. Yeah, apartment. so he he'd gone into the van. Uh huh. The, the dream was that he was in the bit of the tunnels was the dream. Yeah. But in fact, when he woke up, he was not in the tunnels, but in his own bed. Yeah. Oh, I see. I now I don't know whether I the tunnels. Quite a lot in this well, I don't know whether the tunnels and what they do to your mind is mm-hmm. the treatment mm-hmm. or whether there is actually a tunnel mm-hmm. i mean the sinkhole that we saw suggests that there are tunnels yes we might come back to the sinkhole actually okay mm-hmm. um and certainly the fact that the girlie was in the tunnel didn't mm-hmm. add up if it was a real tunnel true true and how did they all get out well that's what i was asking you if you yeah. spotted anything about that no, I think I think no. he was just dreaming that mm-hmm. because he was told it was tunnels, but I don't think that's what the tunnels actually look like. Mm-hmm. So that was it. Okay, so that's there, there was an interesting revelation that in the school he asked all the kids who is number one, mm-hmm. and the argument was there is no number one because everyone is a servant to the public, mm-hmm. therefore it looks like the public is is number one, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was quite an interesting concept that we hadn't. Mm-hmm. Theorized before? No, but I mean, I think it, what I felt that effectively said was number two is number one. Yeah. Um, although there clearly have been other numbers. Oh, the mm. history teaches them there have been other number yeah. twos. Um, I thought that was quite interesting at that because when when we first met, 1955, the and he said, "I'm a history teacher." I I wrote down history. What do they teach them? Since it's not supposed to be anything outside yeah. the village. Um, and then the first thing he wrote up was Reformation, which number two uh, oversaw the Reformation. And I thought that was interesting that they would pick the Reformation, a religious, well, in, in the real world, a religious um, historical event. Because there's no sign of religion here. Partly that, but also given this episode was all about, to some extent, great electric said, all about guilt. Mm. Which obviously was a big part in religion, yeah, um, and a big part in some of the beliefs behind the Reformation. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was an interesting parallel that they chose um, there. I I did like the scene where Number Two offered Number Six to become an undercover, mm-hmm. blatantly saying, "Because you're so clever, you'll think you'll use it to your advantage." So it's quite good mm-hmm. to explain him doing it. And also, they both knew yeah. why, why, what the other thought he would get out of it. Do you think Number Six ever had a plan? Because it seemed to me all the way through that Number Six was just kind of being carried along with what was happening here. I think here. he wanted to know how it worked from the inside. Uh-huh. And that was why he he went along with it. But I don't think he thought that he would be actually um, com- 
part of anyone getting hurt or anyone, uh-huh. you know, because he never reported back anything that was damaging. Mm-hmm. So I think then the fact that he witnessed the attempted suicide and 313 getting taken away and all that mm-hmm. wasn't really part of his plan. Okay. Yeah, I, I certainly felt... Uh, do you think he... Did he learn anything about how it works from the inside other than that the that they are ruthless? People die. I mean, we we kind of already knew that even mm. in this one. But also that you're guilty by being a sus- suspect. Mm-hmm. And everyone's watching everybody else, and there are anonymous reports. And, mm. and I'm just writing. I'm just reading off some of the things. Once you suspect you're guilty, um, everything is suspicious if you look at it properly. Mm. Um, teaching kids surveillance. Mm. who, of course, turn out to be better at it than adults because they're sneaky little buggers. And I thought it was quite interesting that he turned the kids to to um, survey, to be a... To he set them an assignment. Uh-huh. To observe the hierarchy, the people yeah. that above them. And it turned, it turned into the girl... To, um, what's surveillance? In Surveilling? The it's not surveilling. It's <laughs> spying on. Spying on him. Number six. Yeah, because he was the authority in mm-hmm. her eyes, mm-hmm. so she did it to him. Well, she also spied on two. Yes, and then went for treatment. At the very end, yes, that was dark. Dark. Of course, I mean but she was complicit, and also it sounded like she'd been before as well. Because yes, number two said, "We'll have to send you for treatment, won't we?" Yeah, and, and, said, it, yes. and it was almost like we'll send you to your room for discipline kind uh, of treatment. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, of course. Maybe it, the treatment's not all the same. It's just a general. You will. You go for treatment. You go for treatment, and it's proportionate to the. Mm. It's interesting because the sixty-seven, as far as we have seen, and I can spoil it for you and tell. I think I can spoil it for you and tell you, uh, in its entirety, there are no children. And it's almost as if that's. What do you mean? There's no children in, in the 1967 village. In the oh, original yeah, yeah. village. Um, and it is almost as if that is beyond the... Pale. Pale. But mm. that, that village is different because, of course, that village acknowledges that there is an outside world, whereas this village does not. And people arrive and leave and all that kind of yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the pill... The pills that number two is giving his wife... Ah, this is number two, yeah. I thought... That they were keeping her subdued mm-hmm. in the previous episodes, mm-hmm. and then when he took the black pill, I I wondered before it happened whether that would wake her up, and it did. Mm-hmm. And she said, "Where where are we going this time?" And he said, "No, I just want to see you." Mm-hmm. So she's completely complicit in the whole pill thing. It seemed like she knew she was being asleep mm-hmm. for long periods of time. She saw herself in the mirror, looking probably aged, mm-hmm. which does seem a bit odd. So mm-hmm. I have a theory. Theory, theory time. Here's the theory. That the pill she's taking is like a medical test, a drug test. Okay. And she has volunteered herself to be the person to be under this treatment. Okay. Um, I do not know for what benefit, but mm-hmm. it's almost like she's sacrificing herself. Herself. For others. For to, to to prove that this these pills work for whatever they want them to do. Mm-hmm. So that that's what I thought about that. I also thought the flashbacks to um, the chat of here number six when he was in the outside in world, the real with, world with, uh-huh. with the girl that we'll was call the real world uh-huh. sent to him. 
they were call, talking about uh, Cinecore mm-hmm. as a place they'd been and he'd found out stuff um, and found out the truth. I think that might be where he worked. I've got a yeah. where he worked, yeah. But I'm wondering whether that was... I got the impression it was like a drug company or something like that. Okay, yeah. And I thought that might be linked. Mm-hmm. Now, I think she said uh, up on the purpose floor... She did say that. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, we thought you found out something, whatever, which... Again, it kind of all fits into that, that there's a bit more to that company and mm-hmm. it's a bit sinister and he'd found out something. On that, just to speak about the real world, the real world sections for a minute, um, I think from the point of view of this as a drama series, I've, I've written at the top here, we need some clear link between the outside world and the village. Why? Because other, because I, I you know, I, I, there's two bits of story that don't seem to be at all linked. I don't know if I'm, I'm still tuning in but next it's, week. It's, well, it's the same as the old number six. He's left some job, uh-huh. and they don't want him to have left because he's found out something or he knows too much. For me, I think I understand that. But in, like in the in the in the old village, that happens. We see that happen. He turns up in the village. Fine. Yes, we go back to the... He tries to get back to the real world, but what we don't get is is sort of constant flashbacks to, yeah. you know, a certain thing. I think I'm getting annoyed by the... This is just me. I'm getting annoyed by the flashbacks now because I don't see what they have to do with the village. It's annoying me to the point where I'm saying... But it's I, explaining why he's ended up in the village. But we know why he's ended up in the village, don't we? Because he resigned. No, I think he left because he found out something he shouldn't have known. And woke up in the village. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, but I also think that there might be a theory that the village is just training for him. And he's going to be selected for something. Oh, okay. Or, my other theory is... The fourth theory we've had this episode. I know. The village is... It's almost like the Matrix. Uh They're all drugged up. Right. They're not actually living the village. Oh, it's, the just village, it's a group in, hallucination. Yeah, they they plugged into the village. Oh, interesting. There is a lot of people waking up suddenly. That happens a lot. The and, and the only link I could see between the village and the outside world is the Beach Boys, which is and a him. bit I went the and him yeah, but the bit I went back and looked at again was he. It's obviously obviously it's there for a reason. They keep playing the Beach Boys in. Yeah. The village village. And he's he had pets out those Pet Sounds album was uh, sitting on the um table. Well, doesn't that just lead to the fact that this is all in his mind could and it's be. being fed by all the things in all his the life? Things in his life could be. Well we'll keep that keep that under uh, consideration. At the very beginning of this episode he came to out of the village somewhere in the desert. Mm. Number nine oh nine turned up and said you want to come back with me, don't you? Mm. Who were the other people? There was like people who were seemed to be having sort of, some sort of fight and yeah. a motorbike. Who were they? I wondered, I sort of wondered if that was because they went to a club at one point mm. out in the middle of nowhere where 1112 and 909 mm. were. And there was a, a bit of leather went on in the club. And I wondered, like, is this where the club is? This is sort of like the, the allowed outlaw bit. Yeah, or did the village just send the the scary people there to make him go with 909? Possible. Because it was said, you don't want to hang around here here because of them. True. And stuff. True. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, 
Number two. Oh, isn't he great? Do you think he's good? He, he's he's, he's horrible. He's yeah, horrible. yeah, but he's meant to be. I thought what was interesting was that I think they were purposefully trying to make him seem old in this episode by, first of all, he was playing golf, generally mm-hmm. an old person's sport. Mm-hmm. He said to Mrs. Two, the boy has grown up. Mm-hmm. Again, so you know, time has passed. Um, his I think that was just to explain how long he yeah, I know, but I, I think it kind of fed into that as well. His sort of suspicion of, of young people and he was talking about them being interested in sex in a sort of way that suggested he wasn't interested in sex, mm. like traditionally old people aren't. Um, and also slight a slight tinge of homophobia about the relationship between 11, 12 and 9 and 11. Well, well, it was never clear. What but he did say, just find someone your own age. Yeah. Which implied it wasn't the gender that was the issue. Mm-hmm. It was just an inappropriate match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This was interesting they were making him seem old. Yeah. I'm not going with your theory, sorry. No, just an observation, just an observation. Um, it was a great, it was a shock when, in 1955... Slit his throat. Yes. Very well, very well done, very well put together as a as a spectacle. That. Um, what is this thing that three one three drew, and that then, if it was a dream of six, he saw on the wall in the cave in the caves. I think it's a TV with an aerial, but I know it looks like a stick man with a with a square head. head. I wonder if it's an American symbol that we don't recognise yeah, for something. I don't know. Um, Might be some advertising slogan or mm-hmm. something. Right. The giant hole, then. You're, you get to read into that. I think, I, think, I think it's interesting. I think it was interesting that it was number 171, the taxi driver guy who found it, who saw it. Right. Um, he looked at it not as if it was something he had never seen before. He certainly looked scared of it. Yeah. Which implies he knew what it was, mm-hmm. and thus was scared of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you think it, do these holes just open up and eat people or something? I don't know. From a real world engineering point of view, it's a sinkhole. A sinkhole caused by what are sinkholes caused by? What's the? Well, there's holes under the ground, mm-hmm. mainly by water going through chalk and making a hole and that kind of thing. Could water be going through chalk in a in a desert area like that? Not as close to the surface as that. If it is uh-huh. purely, if it is truly desert, okay. But you never know because they can move the sea in. So maybe never the know desert's desert. all constructed. Yeah. Okay. All right. But I think it's more to do with the tunnels they've done underneath. Mm-hmm. Oh, or you think? Oh, you think that was that's that what was I'm the saying. Yeah. Ah, I see. Well, maybe not intentionally, but they've made these tunnels and and that mm-hmm. formed because of it. Uh, who is your favourite other villager, apart from six or two? I like three one three. I like three one three. I actually quite like nine oh nine. I didn't like him, but I thought it was an interesting. No, I I, I liked I liked his relationship with eleven twelve mm-hmm. because it was something true and honest and mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, number eleven twelve said to number two. Number two said we could go away. To the mountains. For the mountains for a week. And, then and number 11, 12 said, what about the other place? Which implies they leave whatever they fancy. Where's the other place? Well, I think it's the outside world. Mm. And 
um, number two says, why would you want to go there? You've got everything you need here. Which I still think he believes that, and he's trying to convince everyone else that, that you do not need anything beyond. Anything beyond the bones of the village. Yeah. I keep thinking back, where does the food come from? Where do they think their food comes from? That's, that's my one thing that I keep thinking. You never get away with it. You never get away with it. Um, a few, a couple of echoes to the old series. Yeah, were there? The opening shot of the episode was a long road. Oh, yeah. With a vehicle coming towards you. Just like the episode, opening shots of the original episodes. And the architecture of the clinic was very similar to the architecture of the mm. hospital, the sort of crenellated towers and that kind of thing. Um, and uh, no, not Patrick moments. No, I didn't write any. I only had one, which was when you saw how he was increasingly caring for number 313. Aww. I thought he did that quite well. Yeah. Old Caviezel. He's still hot. Is he still hot? Mm. Still the hot prisoner. Hot prisoner. <laughs> Not as hot as you, honey. Thank you, darling. Do you have anything else to uh, to say about? No. Would you, are, are you interested to keep watching? I'll I'll get to the end, but only by pure only stubbornness. Well, can I say if this if you know if, if we weren't doing this for the podcast, etc. You wouldn't. I, 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 I'd now be going. I need. You can't keep showing me this bit with the girl. You're getting quite annoyed with that. I you? am. It's like, come on, give me something to keep me watching. Okay, I'm. I'm not that interested in what the village is, what the theme. I, I are. think the whole pill thing this time was intriguing. It, it hooked me to make me want to find out more about that. Mm-hmm. Given how long she must have been potentially being asleep for, the boy has grown up. She came round very fast. And the, she was a bit unsteady on her feet, but uh, she wasn't bad. Um. She, she, she kind of took a drink and then kind of went back into the state again. Do you think he sort of drugged her back at that point? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, uh, if you would like to uh, contact us to discuss, to let us know what you think of uh, The Prisoner 2009 or the original Prisoner or the podcast or anything else. Or just us. You can do so. Uh, prisonerpodcast at gmail.com is our email address or at prisonerpod on Twitter. Um, but all that remains to be said is uh, join us next time. When we carry on up the village. Bye. Bye.